guys time to go home we love you we'll see you next week here at jerk of all trades podcast whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold, hold, hold on eddie what's up um are you is there something going on with the uh, the tech billionaires have you are you trying to escape the matrix is does time space not exist in your world because no I no believe, no yeah it's time to go home i i believe this is the beginning of the podcast oh, shit. <laughs> this My is not bad. the end of the podcast <laughs> well if that's the case it's time to go to work Jerk of All Trades Podcast. There we go. There episode we go. number 12. What's up, guys? What's up, Ray? We are back in the saddle again. My bad. Despite what Eddie may have uh, <laughs> been confused on, this is not the end of the show. This is the beginning of the show. And we, what a an amazing fucking show we have lined up for you Hell today. Yeah. Uh, Eddie hit him with a couple of teasers of Man, some shit we're talking we about. We are stacked all day, every day. We got Papa John's delivering you some white powder. Oh yeah, and we got Walmart uh, looking like uh, the Titanic's got a couple leaks in the in, in the system there. Yeah, maybe a little bit, a little bit. And uh, uh, poor Walmart, all those billions of dollars, and all of a sudden they're starting to show a little weakness. And uh, you know, we got some uh, shopping malls going extinct, like the Triceratops Rex, and uh, some cable providers starting to wet their pants a little bit over their numbers going down. So uh, uh, we got fucking uh, we got chat programs that you talk to when you're depressed. Oh yeah, the chat box. We've got uh, in Latin America they want to reawaken the dead. That's and, pretty crazy. Uh, and uh, yeah, we've got some more hot uh, hot button issues. We're going to talk about Bill Maher. And uh, so yeah, uh, absolutely stacked show episode twelve Jerk of All Trades podcast. We're back. We're better than fucking ever. So. Yeah, with uh, with that being said, let's uh, let's fucking do it. And as Eddie says, let's go to work. So, yes, sir. Uh, hot topic of the week, uh, motherfucking Bill Maher. Eddie, uh, you wanna you wanna hit a uh, give him a little? Uh, I'm sure they probably heard it unless they're living oh, under a Oh, of course. Rock, yeah, Bill Maher. You know, about it. he's got that show, politically something. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of the world uh, of it. I believe he actually had that show like um, decades and decades ago. Real Time with Bill Maher is a show he's had. Oh, he's got a new show. Apparently, this show has existed for 15 fucking years. <laughs> 15 years. And I'm really, really perplexed by that. I did not realize this show has been around Damn. for so long. So Yeah. Well, I guess he was interviewing a Nebraska senator, Ben Sass. Used the N-word. Uh, the E-R N-word. Yeah, yeah. Didn't even didn't even filter it. What it uh T- tell him what he said. I, I'm gonna let Eddie. I'm gonna let Eddie do the quote because Eddie, <laughs> Eddie is half black, and I'm no, I, I'm not black at all. So yeah, I'll only um, take half a ass whooping for this. Yes, one. Yes, yes. No, maybe maybe you'll filter it. Yeah, uh, Mar was interviewing uh, Senator Sass. And, uh, Who's white, by the way, too. Yeah, so that's there, what I was wondering. There was not a black person to be seen on this stage. Maybe there were some black people in the crowd. Definitely not on the stage, Bill Mark. So, yeah, Sass must have been uh, you know, working him over and uh, coming coming to Nebraska. And Mar, which replies, I've got to get to Nebraska more. And Sass said, well, you're welcome. We'd love to have you. Uh, you know, we'd love to have you work in the fields with us. To which Mar said, work in the fields? Senator, I'm a house nigga. No, it's a joke. And like I said before, <laughs> I can imagine he said, groans. He said er and not uh. Yeah, so. there was probably many a groan in that crowd. That was definitely not 
not a very not uh, sure what he was not, thinking. Not a good joke. You know, obviously it just came off the cuff. That that couldn't have been something that he had planned. Yeah, that was out. definitely not pre-written. HBO no HBO's denouncing the remark as uh, completely inexcusable and tasteless. Of course they are. Can you imagine HBO <laughs> coming out and being like, "Hell yeah, hey, we thought it was fucking Bonnie, dude. He ain't no house nigga." <laughs> <laughs> what did you think Bill Maher was? He's a fucking multi 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 millionaire. He's had uh, real time on Bill, with Bill Maher for fifteen fucking years. He's definitely not toiling in any fields. I think we can agree with that. So yeah, I mean, the, uh, clearly he's detached from reality a little bit here. Um, once you start making all this money, you kind of like uh, you know, it's like these rich people. It's like they can't even tie their own shoes, or and like they they don't understand like uh, the simplest things can trigger people. And I don't know if Bill Maher says that shit a lot in his own personal time, but if he does, you know, it's it's, it's this is a reality check, and it's time to uh, shape up. Yeah, it's not time to go to work. It's time to maybe not go to work. But not Bill, for Bill Maher. Bill, Bill, <laughs> yeah. Bill, Bill Maher actually is coming back to the show tonight uh, for another episode. I can't even imagine how many episodes this fucking show uh, there are. Uh, I can say that I've I I was actually a uh, I was a fan of Politically Incorrect back in the day. I used to watch it pretty regularly. Um, I was a fan of Bill Maher. I watched his stand up. Uh, Religious, I thought was a very entertaining movie, even though it was uh, a bit skewed. Um, so yeah, I've, uh, I've been a fan of his for a while, but this is not the first time that he said something, um, that's been pretty divisive like this, uh, actually, uh, after, uh, the nine 11, te- uh, attacks on, uh, politically incorrect, he actually was talking about the nine 11 hijackers. He said, we have been the cowards lobbing cruise missiles from 2000 miles away. That's cowardly staying in an airplane. When it hits the building, say what you want about it. It's not cowardly. So obviously that didn't go over very well. That was probably pretty bad timing for that. Um, I'm I'm not going to give my opinion on the joke. I actually think that there's an interesting um, thought process to it. But I think when we were six days out of 9-11, that probably wasn't the best time to say it. Nah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, I talked about last week with Kathy Griffin, and obviously Eddie disagreed. I don't think Kathy Griffin's funny. I, I do actually think Bill Maher is funny sometimes, or at least he used to be. I don't really keep up with him these days, uh, aside from this. But, uh, I mean, it's First Amendment. It's uh, It's freedom of speech. It's freedom of expression. So I think that... You know, he's allowed to say these type of things, but at the same time, you know, there's going to be backlash when you make a joke like this. And, um, you know, yeah, that was pretty politically incorrect. There's no other way <laughs> yeah. around uh, around that. So, yep. yeah. So people have the right to, you know, uh, abandon his show even if they were even watching to begin with. I mean, and, he's been uh, up for 15 years, so I imagine that some people are watching it, right? I'm assuming so. I, I'm. I've never. I didn't see the movie. I never really seen a show. I never seen a religious is worth watching. It's worth watching. I remember you telling me about it. So uh, maybe I'll, uh, you know what? Mm. Fuck it. It's too late. Sorry, Bill Maher. You Miss, lost me. Missed the boat. You never had me, and then now you definitely don't got me. So we'll yeah. we'll catch you around around town. Yeah. So yeah. you know, is that all you got to say about that one? Or uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I so. mean, I'm not going to crucify him too much over it. There is there is a situation. If Bill Maher was black, this could have actually been funny. Like, uh, you know, I have an uncle, at, you know, on my dad's side, he's a mechanic. And I also have a cousin that's fucking gay, like flamboyantly gay. He's fucking gay. He's fucking gay. Yeah. <laughs> he's you, you, when you see this motherfucker, you say motherfucker's gay. He's gay. So, you know, Not that there's anything wrong with that. Good for him. Live he, his life. If we're working on the car and a homie comes up and uh, my uncle's like, Hey, you want to come work on the car with us? And he's like, you kidding me? I'm a house nigga. That's kind of funny because motherfucker doesn't know shit about working on cars. You know, it's it's a relevant joke. And when, you, when you're black, you can say it. You can get away right, with it. Exactly. There's ownage to the word. But Bill Maher, being a rich millionaire, white guy, in the context of how he said this... Doesn't had, work. Doesn't have any ownage of the, of the no, word. No. So 
You got to leave it alone. Can't touch it. And uh, if you want, if like, you... like MC fucking hammer, you can't touch this Bill Maher. Leave the jokes alone. I don't, I, bl- I don't believe hammer was throwing, uh, throwing N words out in uh, his music back in the day either. So no, nah. I think hammer was uh, actually probably only like maybe 2% more black than Bill Maher. So yeah, is that accurate? Yeah. Well, I got a new rule with all this shit. What's that? Any stupid comedian or celebrity making politically insensitive remarks from now on to the masses they got to go three rounds with a UFC fighter. I'm done with this shit. Anytime you say some stupid shit, you and a UFC fighter throwing down and you're getting your ass whooped. That's that's my style Mo- most of likely, dealing with this shit. You don't know. Bill Maher might be a fucking badass. Dude, they could put Bill Maher with the smallest chick MMA fighter and he's getting tapped the fuck out in, in seconds, numerous times. Probably. So with that said, UFC 212 was live last weekend. Give us the fucking Rio de Janeiro, recap, Brazil. Dude. I was two for two in my breakdown of my picks. Uh in the main event, uh, Max Holloway defeated Jose Aldo. You know, if I had bigger balls and the Eric Silva pick didn't go against me, uh, didn't get burned by that Eric Silva pick, I most likely would have put, picked uh, Max Holloway here, but I didn't. He won by a third-round TKO. He's now the undisputed featherweight champion of the UFC. Great job, Max. You know, he took a little ass-whooping that first round, but he was able to make it out of there. And by the end of the second round, Max found his swag. He was getting that swagger, and fucking by the time third round came... Jose Aldo, a little bit slow, slowing down. That's Jose Aldo's game. He comes out hot and he slows down. Uh, Max Holloway was able to put it on him, hit him with the one-two, one-two, straight left, straight right, straight left, straight right. That's a lot of straight. That's a put lot of straight down. punches. This is how I called in the podcast. I said Holloway had the better straight punches, and it it came to fruition here. So uh, big up to Max Holloway. Big up to Hawaii doing the damn thing. We're proud of you here. We've been watching you for a long, long time, and. Uh, Hoping Mr. Dana White recognizes the game here and gives uh, Max his rematch with Conor McGregor because this is a stand-up fight. Like I was telling you before the fight, this is this was all stand-up. There was no uh, there was no submissions or wrestling or takedowns or anything. This was all straight stand-up. Max Holloway and Conor McGregor would be some straight stand-up. I think it would be a savage fight. I think it has fight of the year written all over Ooh, it. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm telling you Sorry, right now. I heard Savage. My so. dick gets so fucking hard for this fight, it's not even funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> you might need to bring your chair down a little bit. You're underneath the table there. Yeah, we don't, I, I'm having a hard time seeing my tablet right now because my dick's want, in the way. <laughs> we don't want a repeat of last week. And, so, uh, uh, that, yeah. was, that was my foot, I swear. Yeah, Jose Aldo was the king of the featherweights for a long time. And uh, damn it, man. Uh, didn't throw too many leg kicks like I was expecting, but uh, you know, I don't know what the game plan was or if he was injured or whatnot but max holloway had the opportunity seized it and now he's the champ so uh do the damn thing uh co-main event claudia Gadella defeated carolina kovalkiewicz in the first round via submission not too much to say you here. nailed it again dude i'm proud of you yeah claudia um she uh took advantage of carolina uh took her down pretty quick after she was done with uh standing up with her uh got her back and, and submitted her relatively easily carolina's got some more work to do on the ground uh, with submission defense and uh, maybe some takedown defense as well there. But uh, with the women, they're never out of it. Uh, Carolina will be back. And Claudia most likely will be fighting your girl, Joanna Young Jacek, uh, probably end of the year maybe, if I had to guess. End of the year or early next year, let's say. And then uh, the Brazilian legend, Vitor Belfort, defeated Nate Marquardt. Close fight, unanimous decision for Vitor. Not too much of a surprise being that it was in Brazil. Anything close is going to the Brazilians. Uh, you know, uh, could have scored it either way. I, I don't re- really remember how I scored it, but I leaned Vitor for the decision. I think the judges got it right here. And then uh, 
Another good fight from this card was Yancy Medeiros against Eric Silva. Uh, Medeiros actually uh, with the upset pick here, uh, defeating Eric Silva, second round TKO, kind of an early stoppage. You know, the referee kind of jumped in there a little quick, especially when you compare it to how the referee let the fight go on with uh, the the Jose Aldo-Max Holloway fight. But uh, yeah, Yancy Medeiros, man, was able to weather the storm and came back in that second round when Eric Silva was slowing down. Some about the, something about these Brazilians and slowing down in the second round, man. Third round, it's just it's crazy. But uh, big ups to Yancy Medeiros, man. It was a close fight. I got it wrong, but he proved me wrong. He did the damn thing. Big night for Hawaiian MMA. They're looking at maybe doing a UFC Hawaii. You know, if they can get Connor on that UFC Hawaii, that'd be the shit, but probably not. Not uh, to be confused with Baywatch Hawaii. Yeah, dad, no, no way. Like that show a lot. <laughs> Against the better judgment of every single TV show watcher of watch all time, Baywatch. Hey, let's not let's not talk about Baywatch. Uh, the Rock actually that didn't go all that swimmingly. Oh no, <laughs> was fitting for The Rock. The uh, box per- office didn't get lit on fire. No, nah, that was actually a uh, tragic failure for The Rock. Despite you know what, uh, I'm sure he got. Paid I'll tell you regardless. what. Du- I'll tell you what, Dwayne. We know your game. We know, we know what's up. We'll just throw it out there. We know. We know. We know. That's it. Okay. Continuing on. Did they use the original theme music for the movie? I don't know. I did not see the movie. Some people stand in the darkness. Afraid to step into <laughs> the light. I'll tell you what, real quick, real quick. Do it. So my uh my my dad uh is <laughs> just an absolutely humongous uh bad television show fan and uh probably his favorite show of all time is Baywatch. And so my dad was living with me for uh for uh, a couple of years here, and uh, he moved out uh, kind of recently. But uh, I can't tell you how much enjoyment I got. My dad would play his television pretty fucking loud, and I would just hear the Baywatch theme coming out of my dad's fucking bedroom. And I knew my dad was just gonna have an amazing, amazing fucking night. And I, I, I would be jealous of my dad because um, I, I don't know if I've ever enjoyed anything as light in life as much as my dad enjoys bad television shows. So my dad would get super pumped. I remember one time he was just like literally screaming at the top of his his lungs i was actually worried for his safety i knocked on his door and uh, i went into his room and apparently my dad apparently my dad was cheering on mitch as mitch was battling against an electric eel and he was telling me the giant in detail, eel. apparently mitch jumped on its back and was like punching this eel in the back of the eel head so i never saw that episode and one day i will actually watch it uh, but yeah, uh, Baywatch. Uh, my dad absolutely loves it. So hey, I'm he sure, was marking out. Huh? I'm sure at a future date I'll get talk him, about, Mitch. Get come him, on, Mitch. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, my dad actually once told me that he was like, uh, so you know, I think we all have some like heroes in life. Like you know, hey, I think the the Dalai Lama is like a hero of mine. You know, Carl Jung is a hero of mine. Uh, and my dad's hero is actually, uh, it's not even David Hasselhoff. It's actually just David Hasselhoff from his TV shows. It's just Mitch. Right. Not even just Mitch though. <laughs> like it's like David Hasselhoff from like Knight Rider too. He's like, oh. he's just, he's so cool. And you know, he, he gets all the ladies and uh, he drives a cool car <laughs> and he drives a boat and like, uh, he runs down the beach in slow motion. Well, it'd so. be a boring show if you didn't get all the ladies. Yeah, so uh, anyway, my dad loved uh, his hero in life is David Hasselhoff's characters from TV shows. So, uh, yeah, there's a little little tidbit of my dad, and I'm sure... Is your dad a big fan of potatoes? Uh, you know what? I think my, my dad will eat pretty much anything you put in front of him, and if he really likes it, he'll eat seconds, and I think if you put a potato in him, in front of him, <laughs> he would probably, uh, he'd probably have seconds. So, uh, yeah, well... Uh, tra- transition of the fucking. Millennium. Oh wait, let me just say one thing. I know Ray's dad. I've known him for a long time. You have to see it in person, but 
It doesn't do justice on the podcast. No. It is so hilarious. If you knew my dad, my dad is basically. How into these shows that his dad gets. You can hear him throughout the whole fucking house. My dad. so fucking funny. I have so many my dad stories (laughs) that I will definitely tell. I will write them down and I may actually write a book. And don't interrupt him during his show or else he'll try to kick your fucking ass. He will definitely whoop your ass. Uh, My dad is basically the definition of a character. No one can meet my dad and not say my dad is a character. So he's uh, he's a lovable, lovable guy. Oh, hell Um, yeah. He can can be. He could be a little tough to uh, to deal with, uh, but uh, yeah. In the I, end, I it's, it's all fun. Yes. It's all love. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, transition. Uh, let's talk about the universal callout from last week. So yeah, um, we've we've got another week of universal callout, uh, and you know this kind of this whole subject on the show kind of happened out of nowhere. Um, you know, we had some uh, some monkey stories that we were calling for, and then we had some monkey stories that came out that were kind of shitty, and eventually we got cool monkey story, and so we kind of turned it on into a little thing on the show, and then, uh, yeah, we had, uh, last week was Buddhism. We had some fun topics. The week before, we had people getting beat the fucking death by baseball bats. <laughs> yeah. That was Oh, not don't as... forget about the robots. Uh, yeah. We ro- started talking about robots, and the next ro- week, there was a robot Terminator. Ro- robots, and there was blowjob robots. Uh, and a blowjob... <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Blowjob Robot. But, yeah, that's uh, la- Last week, uh, we didn't have the best topics to pick from, but we both chose potatoes. And uh, uh, Right now, we're at the point where we can just fuck with we, it, right? We really can. I mean, we can. We may, I think this week we picked the shittiest subject. Yeah. I, and then let's see what happens. The, so. the whole objective now is to not have any cool stories because right. it's just been so easy for us now. Yes. So uh, we had potatoes. And I'll tell you what. So the crazy fucking thing is, so instantly, so uh, basically how I find the stories, uh, you know, if they don't happen upon me, I just kind of, uh, I write whatever this particular thing is in the news. So like, I thought it was hilarious that I had to write potato in the news, um, which apparently there's like multiple websites that are dedicated to just like all the newest potato happenings. And apparently it's probably <laughs> more for like potato farmers and stuff, which we are oh, definitely, sure. yeah. we are definitely not that, but, uh, we had a, a couple of really fun stories that I wanted to talk about. So, uh, the, uh, the first thing that I wanted to, uh, to bring up before I do this is, uh, <laughs> Eddie had, uh, Eddie had sent me uh, a potato story and he titled it and, uh, he wrote potato. He wrote uh, P O T A T O E. And, uh, <laughs> That's how I spell it. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and I couldn't help but laugh and then uh, respond to him. And uh, I, I basically brought up Dan, the Dan Quayle thing, but I didn't really kind of fully spell it out. And Eddie was confused on that. And so then I had to send him a whole article about uh, Dan Quayle and how his entire vice presidency was basically defined by the fact that he didn't know how to spell potato. <laughs> and not only that, he scolded a child on it. So Only in America. O- only in America. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, first story we had, uh, we basically had, there was a, a gun-wielding bandit that was sought in a potato chip robbery. So a potato chip there robbery? Was a potato chip robbery. <laughs> it happened in San Francisco. Uh, oh, man. Apparently, there was a guy that made off with several cans of potato chips. So, I mean, we know what that is. He wasn't getting fucking Lay's stacks. He was getting goddamn Pringles. They don't want to oh, name yeah. it. But, uh, he was maxing those Pringles. <laughs> I can't imagine what would happen with that, but uh, I guess he he uh, he whipped out a firearm. He demand, demanded the cashier fork, fork over the uh, the Pringles. I would speculate what kind of Pringles he got. I mean, you got to get fucking barbecue Pringles. Uh, other oh pe- for sure, other- sour cream and onion and, no, bar- and no, barbecue. Barbecue's got to be top. Actually, for Pringles, give me some original. If if you got like fucking, they, they have some weird flavors now. Don't get the fucking. No, weird, like, I don't. I don't play with cinnamon. That shit. Fucking like what the nobody fucking eats Ugh. that shit. Yeah, on a Pringle. Yeah, that's that's Ugh. a thing. They have some weird ass Pringles out there. Hell so no. uh, that's story number one. Was uh, that number one from uh, the end of our podcast last week? So yeah, they, we actually had uh, literally 
when the podcast ended the next day i looked up potato in the news and i saw the and the, that was the first fucking it was from story. like night it was from like 19 hours ago which was basically literally like right exact after same time we that we did the universal call so like literally the universe like dropped this topic immediately as we said something so and then uh in looking into this i thought it was hilarious that apparently uh not uh not two weeks ago there was actually a man who used a potato chip bag in a robbery attempt so oh geez there was a guy uh, who robbed a car wash in Northern California with an empty potato chip bag and <laughs> supposedly had a handgun. And uh, that had to have been Lay's. And then it uh, had to have been Lay's. He, he, dry, he probably wasn't a, if it was a Pringle can, he would have never got his fucking hand out. No, no. one would have believed that. Like, I have a real tiny gun in here, trust me. Yeah. Then he has to, like, have the cashier, like, pull the Pringles can off of him. Like, she just thinks he's, like, trying to get those last couple Pringles out he's of He's like, there. you're lying. That's a knife in that Pringles can. That ain't no gun. So, you don't scare me. <laughs> the man gestured the weapon was in the empty bag. The, the cashier saw it only held a piece of cardboard. And she called a, she called a co-worker for help. Oh, my God. Oh, so, man. She didn't even call the police. She just called, like, fucking Johnny that fucking, like, works in the back fucking scrubbing like wheels like hey uh hey johnny can you come out here this guy's got a piece of cardboard inside of a fucking lays bag and he's trying to rob me uh and then apparently the suspect fled on foot of course he didn't have a car but <laughs> <laughs> so anyway yeah that's uh that's that story and then uh then we had another fun story we had uh there's uh apparently this is happening in australia there is uh there's this uh existing um basically quota of the amount of potatoes that you can grow there it exists since the 1940s and there's this guy he's named the spud king and apparently he exceeded <laughs> the potato quota and so he's being sued by the largest potato or sorry he is the largest uh potato he grower. didn't get that nickname by accident but he was sued by the potato marketing corporation for exceeding his uh, his potato quota so damn um yeah I mean, just a fucking ridiculous universe i mean thank you once again you're just giving us so much they knocked great. it out of the park again you not you alien what? overlords we thank hey, you you know what let's not talk about knocking out of the park oh wait we're not too, even finished that, that gets too close to the uh to the baseball thing and uh it's, yeah going back to the dan quill thing i was me and ray we keep in contact pretty frequently yes. during the week and uh i was working on the podcast uh i think it was monday night sunday night or monday night and uh, I was sending Ray an email, and as I look up to the TV that I hadn't been paying attention to for roughly the last two hours or three hours, the college Women's College World Series was on, NCAA Softball World Series. It was in the, I believe, the bottom of the 14th inning, and there was a member of the Florida Gators holding up, wait for it. Waiting. A rally potato, <laughs> a fucking potato in her hand, waving it like it's a fucking wave uh, that potato in the air like you just don't care. Yeah, like it's the second coming or something. And I just couldn't believe it. I was just like, Ray, you're not going to believe this. I just looked up at my TV <laughs> and this chick is holding yeah. up a rally potato. Give me a break. What's going on here? You have to laugh. You have to laugh at the universe. It just throws this shit at you in the most ab just absolutely absurd ways. Oh, and my so, God. Thank you for the potato stories. This week, we're going to really we're going to really buckle down. We're really going to fuck with you, universe. Yeah. Get ready. <laughs> Eddie wins the lottery. It's got to happen now. You fuck with us. We'll fuck with you. Come on, okay? randomizer. All right. We love you. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we talked about potatoes at length uh but i've got a middle finger lined up for fruit and not a vegetable so uh, mm. let's do the middle finger of the week and this week i'm gonna stick it to believe it or not apple 
Ooh. I'm gonna stick it to Apple. So, um, so <laughs> hey, how are you gonna stick it to that uh, Apple? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a hole right in that motherfucking core. Put a hole in it. I'm gonna put a hole right in that goddamn core. But uh, so let's start with. I've talked about it before. I've been a huge Apple fan for quite a long time. I've had iMacs for you know well, a well, long more than, time. Uh, well more than a decade now, decade and a half probably. Yeah. Uh, I've had every generation of iPhone since the three. Uh, I'm not a fanboy, but uh, I do like what Apple creates. I think it's slick. It's easy to use. Um, there's you know except except for the iPhone, there's a lot of custom uh, customability uh, to they have, that. They have a good reputation. They have a good reputation. They they create you know what I think is a quality product um, in uh, overseas factories where people can't uh, <laughs> go on breaks and can't get days off and they jump out and, yeah, for uh, a nickel an hour. All right, so that's that's a little depressing, but uh, yeah, you know I like Apple. I like the interface. Uh, I enjoy it. Um, so I support Apple, uh, but that doesn't mean that I think that they're infallible and that they just create you know products that are you know, perfect. Bulletproof they're de- they're definitely either. not. And uh, I'll tell you why. So um, I've had my iPhone six, I don't know, I've had about about two years now. And uh, I was at work the other day. And uh, I decided to go to lunch. And I was out in my car. And I had my phone plugged in. And I wasn't doing anything too crazy on it. And you know, it's it's sort of hotter here, but it's not all that hot. And uh, so I had my phone plugged in, whatever, I'm just whatever fucking around online. And all of a sudden, my phone starts getting really goddamn hot. Like, mm. like, not even just normal hot, like it's like on uncomfortably fucking hot like like i touch the screen and i can actually like it's like i can feel my fucking hand start to sizzle like the fucking egg in the skillet oh god damn in the your brain your brain on drugs uh commercial hot (laughs) and uh so anyway so it's getting fucking hot and i'm like man so i fucking unplug it it's charging at this point too and all of a sudden like the screen just starts to like dim and it's like it's turning black and i'm like what the fuck and then it just goes completely black and i'm like oh my god and so as uh, you know, as someone who you know knows a bit about tech, what's the first fucking thing you do? You turn it off and turn it back on again. <laughs> yeah. So take the battery out. So well, it's it's an iPhone. You can't take the battery oh, out easily. Shit. So you turn it off and you turn it back on again. So <laughs> so anyway, so I do a, I do a hard reset on this fucking pig and like <laughs> nothing nothing fucking happens, right? Like like I'm like, what is happening? Huh. And so, um, I, you know, I, 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 well, actually, I think I just did like a regular power off. And then I do like, I do the hard reset, which like basically fixes almost everything. And that also doesn't work. Wow. And uh, so I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? And so I ended up having to go back uh, for my lunch, going to work. And this is a particularly stressful day. So now my phone is fucking fried. I'm like, maybe if I bring it in, let it chill out, whatever, I can get it to work. And so I do that. And then it just still doesn't work. And it still doesn't work. And mm-hmm. then I realize. I hate the I hate the cloud. I've seen way too many celebrities get their shit hacked, and not that I got a bunch of dick pics and shit shit on my phone, or anybody gives a fuck about uh, Ray the Jerk from the Jerk of All Trades podcast yeah. fucking uh, photos and stuff. But I just personally, it's not my thing. I don't like the cloud. I don't want to put my information in the hands of someone else. Um, <laughs> I want to put them in my own hands. And so I'm on the old school. I plug it in my fucking iTunes and I back it up that way. And so anyway, uh, I realized at this point. Oh, fuck. I use my phone for everything, and I have tons of photos and shit that I'm going to lose, and I haven't plugged my phone into my computer in a long motherfucking time, and so, shit. So, um, I ended up going home, and I... First thing I do, come home, fucking plug my phone in, and I'm like, I got to fucking try to back this up. Oh, I should also mention, too, as I was coming home, I noticed that my phone is actually connecting to my Bluetooth in the car. I actually got a phone call at one point on it. I just can't see the fucking screen. It's just black (laughs) as fucking night. So... Wow. So I get home and I plug it in and 
I realize I've done a hard reset on it. And so now it wants my fucking passcode, which I can't fucking do because my screen is black. And I literally can't fucking back my phone up and I'm about to lose like eight months worth of shit on my phone. And so I'm pretty unhappy about that. And so I'm like seeking everywhere online, trying to figure out an option. I found another program to back shit up, but it doesn't work if you have a passcode on and I'm like starting to accept it. And I did one more search and I found this like random forum where someone basically mentioned the backlight and that the backlight can blow out and that there's this method where you can basically turn the lights off and then you can put LED flashlights on the screen and then you can illuminate the screen enough so you can put your passcode in so anyway so i did that and i was able to back my fucking phone up and i was so fucking super happy and so against my better judgment i went to go get a new new phone the next day and because i'm a lazy fucking uh person and i don't want to learn a new interface i decided i'm just going to get an iphone 7 so uh, i get an iphone 7 and i'll tell you what um there are things i like about it but I get it out of the fucking package and I first realize, oh, wait, I don't have a fucking, uh, I don't have an input jack for an aux anymore for a headphone. And that's actually how I plug it into my, uh, my car stereo. And so I'm like, oh man, like what the fuck? So I'm like, well, I get these Bluetooth headphones with this thing, right? That's the reason why they got rid of the headphone jack. Yeah. Wrong. No, you actually still get regular headphones that you have to plug into an extra little like fucking four inch extra piece that's like lightning to aux. Oh, fuck that shit. So you got rid of the headphone jack. So you could so people would use Bluetooth headphones, but then you don't even give them the fucking Bluetooth headphones. You still give them regular headphones with the fucking phone. <laughs> like this thing costs eight hundred dollars. You couldn't give me fucking Bluetooth headphones. Yeah, like, what no the shit. fuck are you doing, dude? Apple, that is whack as fuck. And let's be honest here, man. Like every generation of the iPhone, like I got an iPhone seven, I had a six. There are so few things that I can honestly even notice that, that are different. Like the camera's a little different. They have like a new photo thing that like basically like makes it look like, you know, live action for a second or whatever. Um, but that's about it. So I'm, I'm kind of disappointed on that. And then don't even get me started on trying to set our fucking podcast up oh, again on fucking yeah. iTunes and the bullshit that I had to deal with with fucking iTunes and fucking iTunes Connect or Podcast Connect or whatever Dude, the fuck it was. I was so disappointed in all that. Our it password had to change like five times because it was so fucking annoying dude uh, dude i was ready to rip i don't have hair on my head i have a chrome dome yeah. i was ready to grow my hair out so that beard rip. was coming off the I face w- <laughs> i was gonna rip my goddamn fucking beard off so yeah i was uh, i was pretty disappointed by that uh there has not been a, as much innovation from apple as there used to be they come out with these new iphones they come out with these new ipads and honestly they're sort of samey and so um yeah with that being said apple i'm sorry and I like some of the things you do, and I have a lot of your products, but you're getting the middle finger of the week. So fuck you, Apple. Right in your fucking core. So why do you suck? Like you're supposed to be the number one company in the world, and you fucking you can't get the simple shit right. Like come on now, there, it's either you're doing it on purpose, or this Tim Cook guy needs to be replaced. Yeah, yeah. Do we we might need to re- we might need to resurrect someone? Don't you think? I agree. But that's in the third segment, I believe. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that at that point. So, all right. uh, Yeah. Let's uh, let's go to break and let's come back and let's uh, hit our new segment, uh, Papa John's Cocaine Delivery. Uh, We got Walmart. We got malls going out of business. Oh, stay tuned. uh, A lot, lot more. So Getting good. Yes. All right.
right, guys, we are back. Jerk of All Trades podcast, episode number 12. Number 12. Glad you're here with us. And we're moving on in segment two. Hey, uh, hey, Eddie. What's up, Ray? Hey, uh, I need my cocaine. Oh, you do? My cocaine! I'm yeah. Dr. Roxo, the rock and roll cloud, and I like co- 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 cocaine! Nice! Hopefully we don't get sued for that. Uh, hopefully not. I think that was less than 15 seconds. Maybe. Okay. We should probably check that, but... Well, speaking of cocaine, I think Papa John's got her back with their cocaine delivery out there in Samish, Washington. I don't, de- I don't think they're delivering. I think you have to go to them, which is pretty disappointing, but... If I'm ordering a pizza from Papa John's, I'm getting my extra olives up in this bitch. Yes. Eddie, tell, tell them what's up. Tell them Samish, this story. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Samish, Washington. Two employees were busted for selling cocaine. Uh, customers that were waiting on their uh, special quote-unquote toppings were in the parking lot after placing their order. Um, apparently, you had to order with your extra olives, drive down to the parking lot of Papa John's, <laughs> and pick up that yayo like it was Friday the 13th or some shit. Oh, my goodness. So fucking gracious. That's man. fucking crazy, man. I mean, uh, this, I, I've never heard anything like this before. Uh, I think the only time I ever heard this was when it was the plot of Breaking Bad and it was Blue Math, so... Oh, you're talking about the... Was uh, that the chicken? The chicken? Uh, yes. Uh, Los Polos Hermanos. Yeah! Uh, Polos Hermanos! Yes, uh, Mr. Gr- Gus Fring. Uh, so, uh, Holy crap. Yeah, yeah, this has definitely got got that feel going on. Apparently, this shit went on for like years and the uh, the officers were uh, basically scoping this thing out for quite a long time so they could get lots of extra olives yeah and then they could eat their papa john they pizza really later took on. their time making this arrest yeah. i'll tell you right now we need more evidence guys so <laughs> I think we we're not more... quite there yet we haven't pinpointed it but we're getting close yeah yeah i i think we need like at least like maybe like 20 more stakeouts yeah operation <laughs> extra olives that's what they called it six months yeah six month investigation they made five arrests and seized over twenty eight thousand dollars in contraband um you know good job by the police you know I, obviously cocaine is, is a dangerous product and people should not be abusing cocaine yeah but if you're gonna do it fucking if you could go to papa john's and order extra <laughs> olives and they come out and they give you a fucking papa john's pizza box filled with cocaine bags um, I mean, that sounds like a pretty fucking good deal, right? You know, it, it, you know, it's hard to find good cocaine these days. So if I can just get the Papa John's, right, get, exactly. get my fix, I'm, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Just one fix. Just one more fix. So yeah, the, uh, apparently the owners, uh, say, yeah, we, we actually didn't, uh, we didn't know anything about it. Uh, police actually found cocaine residue around the cash register. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Of course the owners are like. Yeah, we we really didn't that's know. That's so weird. As they had not, the owners actually had not slept for five straight days. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually true, but uh, I believe it's probably true. So they had giant bags under their eyes, eyes darting back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So uh, craziness. It, this is uh, this is pretty fucking funny. Uh, so uh, yeah, if you're if you're afraid to step in the local Papa John's and ask for extra olives to get your cocaine, uh, you might have another option. So uh, Eddie, let's talk about some of the new and innovative ways that Walmart is getting the most bang for their buck out of their workers. So man, this uh, Eddie, is crazy. Tell, tell them a little bit about it, and we'll level chat. Just my opinion. I think Walmart's in trouble. I think there's uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. And uh, there's there's not an apparent fire yet because Walmart's such a big company, but uh, there's a little bit of smoke going on here, and I think the Titanic might be starting to sink a little bit. Um, they already closed more than 270 stores last year and laid off thousands and thousands of employees. 
This is directly in response to online shopping and uh, more... Uh, Brick and mortar, man. More prominently, Amazon. Uh, the Amazon. I don't know who owns Amazon. You know how, like, Steve Jobs is yeah, Apple? Yeah, who's the Who's the Amazon guy? Whoever the Amazon guy is, good job because you're changing the game. Yeah. Walmart's starting to piss their pants. Um, you know, Walmart, they got the employees making deliveries for them on their way home and on their way to work. But but before that, I wanted to touch on something which was yes. something that Ray knows a little bit about. It I, was, I did work at Walmart uh, many, uh, many moon ago. Don't they have a call-in sick policy? Uh, yeah, you know what? And I've worked in retail for a long time and a lot of companies have that type of thing. You know, they basically give you, uh, you know, some sort of like a point system where you, um, you're able to call in if you have these hours or, you know, and if you don't have, you earn, you accrue a certain amount of hours based on how many uh, hours that you work. And, uh, if you don't have those, then you basically, you know, you get points and eventually you get written up. And if you get it and usually, I mean, it's, it's usually a pretty, a relatively, uh, lenient system, depending on the, the company that you work for. But um, I think there are things within that where people have like medical emergencies and such that are going to supersede that. And I think that that's where you really need to step out of uh, that program. And I know there's things like FMLA and that type of thing. But um, honestly, a lot of those programs are difficult to navigate. They're difficult to deal with, (laughs) difficult to figure out, especially when you have a very, very intense medical situation going on. And now you have to deal with calling some like other fucking random company. And, uh, And another thing that really should be said about this, and especially working retail, I see this is that all of these programs, while they're written by the corporate offices, they are uh, basically, uh, they are made to happen in the store at a store level by the managers in the building and being in retail for so long, I've seen a lot of incompetence in managers. And so you've got managers who don't really understand these programs and don't adhere to those to the letter of the law. And they don't know them well enough to be able to do that. Or, you know, they forget to, you know, Hey, they said that they weren't going to mark someone off or something or whatever it might be. Or, you know, maybe they just don't see the, you know, the, um, the person in that it's just a number or whatever you know number of different circumstances but you know they don't um the programs don't run like supposedly like they're supposed to and then you know you have situations happening like this so uh, i mean tell them a little bit about some of the the situations that are happening Dude, with some Walmart employees. they're straight violating fma fmla protection laws for punishing workers for taking sick days and time off to take care of their loved ones employees are afraid to call in sick at risk of getting terminated um, you know, they got their little point system. To me, this is unacceptable because, you know, Walmart, the, their family are the Waltons. On the From the outside, it appears that they're a family business, but they're really not. They haven't been for they a don't, long time. They don't take care of their own. It appears they don't give a shit about it. This is as close to, like, the China-Apple situation yeah. as you could get in America. Absolutely. It's fucking ridiculous. Walmart has never been known for treating their employees well. Yeah, there's so. so many bad stories from, from all these attendance policy shit from Walmart. And Walmart has so much money. And it's just like, come on. Just why you, why you got to hassle these people who aren't making that much money to begin with? Minimum wage for a lot of them. And I mean, that's not to say that everyone that works at Walmart is making minimum wage, but a lot of them are. And yeah, they just, they don't have that safety net and they don't have that, you know, they don't feel secure. There's no job security in working in Walmart. And sadly, we've seen the job market erode to where you have so many people that are forced to, you know, work 
you know, work in that to, you know, basically make ends meet. And goddamn, when the robots come, they're, they're uh, going to be even more fucked because robots don't call in nope. um, unless, you know, I fucking give them a robot uppercut or Eddie does. And yep. they might have to call in. But <laughs> then you're fucked, robots. Fucking robo call in. <laughs> but, yeah. He ain't going to be calling anybody with his head laying on the ground somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So but, uh, that's fucked up, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Walmart fired an employee for passing out at work. The next day they fired him. Uh, it, it, there's just so many bad stories. I just, and then now moving along, they have the, uh, the delivery st- yeah, policy going is, on here. This is fucking nuts, man. This is really like, this is like one of those, not the onion type stories. So apparently Walmart is going to be coming up with a new delivery program. And this is their response to Amazon and Amazon's like super quick turnaround and their online deal. Uh, so Walmart's really been trying to put a lot of focus on to their online presence and, you know, being able to more rapidly deliver things. And one of the ways that they're going to do that is that they're going to utilize their workforce of people that they haven't fired for being sick and what they're going to do is they're going to compensate them in an undisclosed way they haven't talked about it yet but they're basically going to determine where that person works and or sorry where that uh you know where they live in conjunction to where they work and what is the route that they take home and then they're actually going to deliver walmart items to customers houses on their way home so i thought this was just absolutely who would have ever thought this who in a million years would have ever thought it is so absurd this would happen with walmart it is such an absurd thing i can't believe that like this is i mean in a way it makes sense um it really does i mean that's like one of the i mean walmart's basically the biggest employer in the entire fucking world so why not and they're giant cheapskates right and so like why you know they this is a way that they can utilize those people to improve their their delivery service so what i thought was so funny about this is that essentially the walmart workers are the drones like walmart workers are the drones they are delivering your shit to your doorstep on their way home to their family and their family's going to have to wait a little bit longer for that papa john's pizza so (laughs) (laughs) that's 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 sad but you know um i mean i guess it's cool that you know the the workers are going to be able you know to make a little bit extra cash and they don't have to do this but i mean i think if you're in a situation like that where you're probably not making that much money and there's like this opportunity it's like you know do you jump at that and even if we don't know what the compensation looks like but it's walmart so chances are it's probably not all that good but you know, these people are probably going to deal with that. And I, you know, one thing I actually just thought of as I was thinking of this now is, you know, what are the the like legal uh, implications of this when these people are off the clock and they're working off the clock? Sure. And what if something happens? What if they get in a car accident? What if they're or drinking and driving? What if they, you know, drop something off, you know, at a customer's house and, you know, they, they get killed or something like that? Well, you know, what kind of implications does that uh, have Absolutely. for Walmart? I think That's a, a lot whole of- new can of worms. There's a lot of uh, a lot of unanswered questions about this, and I know that this is very early on, but um, yeah, this just basically blew my fucking mind. So. Yeah, I respect the point system to an extent. I respect the fact that they're trying to do something new to bump that bottom line of theirs. But I'm not an expert in the stock market. But if I had stock in Walmart, I'm selling right now. Yeah, selling it right now. Probably not the worst idea. So you know that's where I stand on that. So yeah, so uh, so Walmart's trying to think outside the box. They're trying to become relevant in the times that we live in. And uh, I'll tell you another business model that belongs in a box, and uh, that's of the wooden variety, and that's six feet underground. No. <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about malls in 2017. I Damn. Do. Let's fucking do it. This do is it. bad, man. This one hurts me a little bit because as a kid, I used to love going to the mall. I loved, I loved the mall when I was uh, when I was a young pop. Yeah, man, malls are going extinct. 
It's just there's no there's no other way to say this. It. This was a story that was not a shock to me at all. I was not surprised uh, when Eddie first sent me the story. I mean, I wasn't surprised. Uh, the mall that is uh, pretty close to me, it's actually across the street from my work, has just become in, uh, be, slowly becoming this barren wasteland. Yeah, uh, they've it's actually like a desert now. They've actually had to close off uh, a whole entire uh, section of the mall. Uh, I watched a mall in the town that I live in basically just get torn down. I think it's just a really, really antiquated way of doing shopping now. Sure. Like, why, why would you, you know, why would you go into this, you know, why would you go into a mall and, you know, walk around and look at all these different stores? And I mean, things are always, always overpriced there and just hope to that find That was a great something. point. That's such a great point. Yeah. The pricing structure at the mall, you're not going to the mall to get a, to get a great deal. I don't think that was ever the appeal of the mall. No. And uh, so, yeah, uh, apparently they're saying uh, between 20 and 25% of American malls will be closed within the next five years. So That's a shitload of malls. Yeah, yeah, and I can't say that I'll be all that disappointed in it. Um, I used to go to the arcade. I used to like going to the arcade yeah, at the mall. Yeah, man, that's another thing that uh, that went away. And I'm paying $135 for a pair of Jordans. Yeah, I kind of don't miss that, even though they're yeah. like $400 now. <laughs> So yeah, so actually you're still fucked. So, yeah, yeah, it's gotten worse actually now yeah. online. But Amazon is changing the game. First it was Walmart putting a hurting on the malls with the better prices. Yeah. But now Amazon's like, hey, we'll send it to you in two days for a hundred bucks a year. Yeah, Amazon at the cheapest price. Amazon and not just Amazon. I, I think just online shopping in general has just really, really put a hurt into the brick and mortar stores. You've seen so many businesses uh, start to go under closed stores. You got Sears, you got Kmart, you Dude, got Macy's. Yeah, we were just at Kmart um, last week, yeah. and it was. Yeah, it was death. Uh, <laughs> it, it was just gone. There's just nothing there. I, I still like to go into my local Kmart uh, that somehow survived. I'm not really quite sure why. I think it's just because there used to be a Walmart that was very close to it, and now it's not there. And so people are basically left to, with only the option of going to Kmart. But their electronics department they uh, they eliminated all of their video games. Um, and one of my favorite things about this particular Kmart is that they have on the wall they have uh, where it basically says like music and entertainment or something like that, and the M is like the original like m from the mtv logo back in the day and it's <laughs> still chilling up there it's been up there for probably like 30 years yeah and it's like almost it's like going into some sort of weird fucking time warp when you go into this place like it feels like you're you know you're in a simpler time where you know when you wanted to buy shit you just went to some weird fucking store that was just overpriced and yeah, had shitty checkout lanes and instead i go on to amazon or wherever the fuck else i want and i order the shit that i actually want and i get it shipped to me and i'm happier for it at so. a great price and it comes quick and right you didn't have to wait in line and walk around a bunch of fucking kids and, and get teenagers sold, and get sold on like every goddamn I, this frustrates me to know on the, the fucking program so you go into kmart and it's like you know you're signed up for the fucking program and like this and that and you got to answer a million questions on the fucking pin pad and donate to this and donate to that i'm a fucking softy and so i most of the time i end up donating to them oh and, sure um and then i get my well that's another nice thing about online shopping you get what you want and that's it there's no yeah. like misdirection or oh well, let me buy this i might use this or yeah, that. yeah yeah um and the, the the funniest thing whenever i go to kmart i always always laugh and the cashiers always laugh as well is uh, how much kmart must hate trees because i get because i'm signed up for their program i get like 
literally probably 12 different like coupons in addition to my receipt that's like 85 feet long and they have to like fold it like 75 times to it's just ridiculous i literally have like worn piece but in receipt form on my fucking God damn. Uh, in my fucking pocket uh when i leave outside of kmart so i feel bad for their cashiers because they have to fucking like deal with all these receipts and coupons <laughs> and shit well that's so. gotta be the easiest job in the world now they're just standing around not doing shit yeah but there's like usually they're probably still understaffed because they still only have like one person Dude, there, that so. was crazy. Well, just to give you the numbers behind it, like Ray said earlier, between 20 and 25% of American malls are closing within five years. 17% of retail sales are online currently and growing. So it's at 17% and only going up. I wouldn't be surprised if that number is actually higher right now. And uh, 8,600 stores are closing this year. And more, and that is more than the 6,200 stores that closed down in 2008 during the Great Recession Thank you very much, George W. Bush. Well, if we mo- do not thank George <laughs> W. Bush, oh, even, come on. Even, <laughs> even if we're doing it as a slight against him, we're not thanking oh, George come W. Bush. On. On the show. I'll give you Obama. I ain't giving you Bush. <laughs> you know what? I don't want you to give me Bush. There's uh <laughs> If there was a list of people I wanted to give me Bush, it definitely wouldn't be Eddie the Jerk on no. the list. No offense. I might be no able to get some nothing, good Bush. So, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Okay. Well, if malls are on their way out, I know another thing that ain't too far behind it. Let, Ray, let's chat about the goddamn cable and satellite company, companies slowly going into the darkness. Yes, yes. This is one that really plays with my heartstrings. This is similar to the mall story. Yes. So talk about another thing that is just like holding on for dear life. Something that is just so, so over like, God damn it, cable. You give me fucking 12,000 channels. And I say this, I'll tell you what, uh, I am the original hipster, despite what Eddie claims. Uh, one of the, no, I'm one original. Of, one of the cliff notes is I'm hip. Eddie cut his cable in 2009, and he's a trendsetter. And the Woo! rest, the rest of Americans followed suit. And I actually had a uh, when I when I uh, dealt with the notes, I actually put in brackets. I've actually been a cable cutter for far longer than that. So, Those are parentheses. Yeah, th- sorry, that's parentheses. You know what? They can't fucking see it. God damn it! Don't fucking do. That. I'm holding you to it. Don't. No, Ray copied me. He heard about me doing it in 2009. Now he's taking all the credit. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. So, give them the numbers, right? So yeah. So uh, basically, there is around 762,000 Americans that have canceled their cable and satellite <laughs> subscriptions in the first three months of 2017. That's more than any other year ever. Woo! Uh, over 6.5 million people have cut the cord since 2013. That's a lot of money. And uh, and I cut the cord far before that. And then Eddie well, cut think it about a it. little bit after me when he followed me. But. <laughs> 6.5 million times fifty dollars a month. That's a shitload of money, man. $50? Where are you getting your fucking cable? Well, I don't know. It's been a while. Cable, I'll tell you what, I have internet, so I know, and they try to sell. I I must get advertising from the fucking cable company, I would say, at least like once every five minutes. Um, I actually get extra mail deliveries just to give me fucking cable subscription Yeah, the advertisement bullshit. It is ridiculous, but um, yeah, it's fucking not $50. Yeah. It's like it's like 100 It's like 160 170 dollars. Where you're looking at six, 650 million dollars in or uh, I'm sorry, uh yeah, 650 million dollars since 2013 yeah, it's, lost. it's a lot of fucking money and it makes sense. Actually today, uh I was at a friend's house and uh helping them uh, set up for some shit and the the cable guy actually came around. He just like casually walked to the backyard like, "Hey." And then like, you know, he started talking about like, you know, whatever, we're, you know, we're this cable company and we've got this program and this and that and 
and like, oh, hey, if you if you uh, sign up now, you get a free, you know, we're going to hook it up for free. And, uh, you know, like, no, nah, no. Nah, <laughs> and, and he's like, well, you know, I can at least put your name in the database. And like, no, nah, I think I'm still and like he just kept going. Wow. And going, I'm not even kidding you. It was like five solid minutes of this guy just like, "Are you sure?" Like, "No, we're good." And then like he tried to turn around and walk away. Like, um, you know, can, I, I can just put your name in the database, and then that just like at least at least locks you into you know the free this. Like, dude, no, go away. I yeah, get, I get it. it, I get it, dude. Like, I get that you're like you know your fucking commission, and this is your job. And stop trying to Kathy Griffin me into <laughs> laughing at a shitty joke. Right. It's not like, gonna I'm happen. I'm not gonna fucking do it. <laughs> And, uh, Get away from my house. I'll tell you what. You, here's the thing, too, that I will tell people is that you have the fucking bargaining power with these companies. Like, realize this. You do not have to give into their shitty fucking bundles and shit. Like, literally, this is what I do. So I have only internet through the cable company because I really don't have a better choice. And so here's what happens. I call that, like, I have internet, whatever it is, and I get a fucking deal on it. You know, because I'm fucking special and shit. No, not really. But anyway, I get a deal on it. You're so special. But then you get it for like 12 months or whatever. And then they fucking raise your bill. And so I will call them and I'll basically be like, you know what? I don't want your service anymore. Like the shit went up. Either you lower my bill or I'm going to go somewhere else. And they're like, "Eh, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to cancel my thing. And then they're like, let me put you on hold. And they put you on hold. And then they like go talk to like no one. Then they come back and they're like, oh, hey, I can give you this deal or whatever. And like they'll give you like a better deal and they'll give you like a faster service and they'll like set it up for a certain amount of time. And they'll be like, oh, it only lasts for this amount of time. And then when it's going to end again, you do the same thing, rinse, repeat. That's how you get a better service from them because you have the fucking power with them right now because you have Netflix, you have Hulu, oh, you have dude. Amazon Prime. Fuck yeah. You have. Uh, I was just about to say, all these companies, Walmart, cable companies, they made all their trillions of dollars, billions and billions and trillions of dollars. They got complacent, and they didn't see the wave coming, and now they're drowning under the fucking giant mass of Netflix, Amazon, fucking Hulu, Amazon Prime, like you were saying. They're getting fucking drowned right now. People want their entertainment, and they want, like, the era of just me flipping through the channels and hoping I find something good that I want to watch that didn't already start that's over i can watch anything that i want ever my friend can allegedly download anything that he's ever wanted ever including (laughs) new shit that just came out like 15 minutes after it aired in high definition like i don't have to spend my time watching bullshit entertainment i can watch the things that i want when i want to watch it or my friend can do that allegedly. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, that's me. It's crazy. Or my friend being savvy. But even if you're not savvy, you have Netflix. You can watch shit. You know, you watch, a new show comes out, you watch the whole thing right away. Like why? The whole season. You right. can watch the whole right. season why right away. Why are people dealing with cable and satellite companies? They're not. And until the cable company and satellite companies up their game and give people what they want, here's the deal. I think it's too late. A la carte is the way that they have to do it, and they're never going to do it because there's too many licensing agreements and there's oh. too many dicks swinging with all these different cable companies because they want to be a part of the pie. They want Guess to what? be in everyone's home. So You know who wants to do that? I read about this uh, probably about six months ago. Google. Google wants to give you... They'll let you pay for what you watch. Yeah. So you just pay like a dollar for a TV show that you want to watch. So if you only watch two TV shows a month, you're only paying like $8 a month. Or you, that's could, it. Or you could pay zero. Uh, yeah. I will just mention that. www.piratenotray.com. Yes. The pirate ray. The pirate ray.org. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. But yeah, I'm more sad. Yeah. It's so crazy because I remember when I was a kid, like I'd come home from playing basketball or just from being outside, whatever. 
And it's like, oh, damn, I missed my favorite show, whatever it was, whether it be like, you know, Martin or Fresh Prince or the Bulls game or whatever. But like you said, now it's like, oh, damn, I missed my favorite show. Let me just go go ahead, download that bitch right here. And in about 15 minutes with my high speed Internet, I have everything I want, like right away. I get everything I want. I get everything I need. We're kind of spoiled now in these this era here. Yeah, we are a little bit spoiled, and I'll tell you what, uh, we also spoil our fans, and we do that on social media. So hell yeah, let's uh, let's head in with social media, man. Uh, give give them the social media plugs, and yep. uh, then we'll go to break. You guys know what time it is. Follow, like, rate, comment, subscribe. Hit us on that iTunes. Give us that review on iTunes. We love you guys. Stitcher, give us that rating on Stitcher, and uh, subscribe on there too. Uh, joatpodcast.com anything and everything you could ever want and need from the jerk of all trades podcast we are there for you facebook twitter instagram uh, jerk of all trades podcast just search for us we're there and if you want to email us any questions comments or things that you want to talk about jerk of all trades podcast at gmail.com love to hear from you guys hell yeah we reply quickly so uh don't be shy yes all right, we're going to go to break, and then we're going to come back. Break time. And uh, final subjects, we got Chatbot. We got uh, Awakening the Dead. We got uh, we got this week's call out. So we're going to come back, and we're going to hit stuff. those subjects. And Stick with yeah. us. Yeah. guys we're back again jerk of all trades podcast final segment thanks for sticking with us you know we've had a long history with the robots we've had the yeah. terminator robots toward toward affair we've had blowjob robots and this crazy world man is just driving me fucking mad <laughs> sometimes i need a little bit of therapy but not just any therapy nope i need some robot therapy goddamn robot therapy god damn it we're back with the robots. Give me the Wobot, man. Give we me got ourselves a fucking chat box robot therapist. His name is the Wobot, not to be confused with the Lobot. Yes, he is not the Lobot. He is not a shitty fucking iPad that's driving around your local Lowe's store <laughs> trying to show you where pain is. Instead, you're talking to him about your fucking woes and about how depressed you are. And he's basically just listening and just reinforcing things. It's so, so crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's basically a Facebook Messenger talk therapy robot. Which is the equivalent to text messaging a human therapist. It was created by a team of Stanford psychologists and AI experts. You know, Stanford's doing the damn thing. Stanford. Um, It uses brief daily chat conversations and mood tracking, curated videos, and word games to help people manage mental health. Word games. To manage mental... What kind of word games would... So actually, uh, I, I don't know if you were going for a joke there, but that's basically no. it's uh, it's basically CBD uh, CBT, which is co- uh, cognitive uh, behavioral therapy. So it's basically like you know it's like the you know they're they're giving these like trigger words and such, and like you almost are like working the things out for yourself, and that's what this thing is doing. Like it's not like personally giving you advice, but it's just asking these like generalized questions and kind of like 
you are you're basically like how much you want to heal and how much you want to you know get over whatever bullshit that you have going on like this uh this you know therapy and this fucking wobot is basically allowing you to do that because you know it's going to give you those words and things that allow you to be able to start talking about those things and like working through all of your own shit and your own depression because and that's a big thing, you know, you, it's in your mind, it's in your, you know, your subconscious or even your conscious mind and developing, you know, those depressions, those anxieties and that type of stuff. And the more that you talk about it and you put it out there in the world, even if you're talking to a goddamn uh, robot therapist, that's helping you to get over it. Well, they and were, so that's, that's yeah, kind of, they were saying that, you know, people in the therapy with the robot here were more likely to open up. And reveal deeper and darker secrets. It makes sense. It makes than sense. Than to a human uh, therapist. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, because I'll tell you what, you know, uh, as someone who's had some some issues and stuff in my life, and I've uh, I've spent some time in therapy, especially when I was younger, and uh, yeah, I was very resistant, and uh, I'm uh, a very cynical person, and so it's hard not to think of, you know, man, this person doesn't really give a fuck about me. They're just judging me. They're just, this is their job. They're just getting paid for this. And so, you know, you kind of, that makes you hold back and you don't really, you know, delve into those things like you could. And so people almost feel more comfortable with robots. And it really makes sense because people have really started to click with, you know, with, you know, AI and, uh, you know, you look at people who are able to, you know, talk to people online. You know, we talked about that and people that, you know, play online video games and they're able to be a completely different person when they do that because, you know, they they have the solitude of that person doesn't actually see them. And I think that this is a similar concept. And I think that I think it's really interesting. And I think that this go really um, this could go cool places. And if it helps people, I think that it's definitely a good thing. But oh, for sure. It's uh, it's still. Um, yeah, it's still kind of weird and murky at this point. So yeah, well, it says here that uh, in 2014, DARPA fucking DARPA dude. started a study with a virtual therapist named Ellie. Hello, we, Ellie. How are you doing? Hello, today? Ellie. How? Are, yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. What mood are you in today? I mean, Ellie? DARPA. You can download shit in your brain. What's now your energy that? like today, <laughs> Ellie? It's it's a change in the game, man. It's so crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this as talking to a robot personally. It makes sense that uh, you know I could I could talk to the robot and not have any type of conflict talking to the robot about any secrets because it's a fucking robot, it's not an actual person. Right, but would you be? You know, this is actually some, something that I'll say as well is like privacy concerns. So you know, what if the information that you're you know you're putting into Wobot? I mean, obviously it exists somewhere. Sure, it exists on the cloud, and we talked about Ray's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Raise issues with the cloud. I don't even want to put my fucking uh, pictures and music and shit on the fucking cloud. So the last thing I want to do is like put my deepest, darkest fucking secrets and like all my fucking problems and yeah. uh, my baggage and shit on the Wobot. And then all of a sudden, like somebody hacks Wobot. That <laughs> is mean, so we, crazy. The goddamn Euro- uh, the uh, European hackers hack Wobot and they fucking steal all of Ray the Jerk's like deepest, darkest fucking uh, fears and secrets and shit. And they put them online. So uh, yeah, that that that's definitely another thing of this. Is uh, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you feel more comfortable with it because it's a robot and but at the same time like maybe it might still get to out me, there it's, right it's a little weird because when you only have text as far as ta- speaking and communication there's a lot of things that can take be taken out of text you know taken for, out for, of con 
Text. Yeah, context. Thank you for lack of a better term. <laughs> so like when you speak, you can hear the words and understand the inflection of the voice and stuff yes. like that. But when it's just on a messenger app, so true, man. It, it doesn't come across as well. I, you know, I, I'm I, I've been a, I've been a texter for a long time, and I'm sure many other people have. I'm not trying to be a hipster with my fucking texting game, but um, I mean, how many how many issues have you come up? Uh, have you had come up in your life? And I know I've had I. I've had many where someone didn't understand something that you were saying in text, or maybe you didn't understand something that they were saying in text. And then there was some sort of fucking big blow up oh. and like the whole time, like then you actually like physically talk to this person about it. And it's like, dude, that was never my intention. That was like totally not what I oh, was trying to sure. say in and, that. And like spelling errors. Like what if the robot asks you a question? If you put it on all caps, yeah, all it, caps is robot angry at yeah. me. <laughs> I got to use my exclamation points. Exclamation points. <laughs> so if Robot asks me a question and I'm thinking I'm going to respond with, yes, I will, but I accidentally type, yes, I kill. Am I going to jail for that shit or what? Eddie the jerk is going to jail Yes, for I that. kill. Oh, no, I meant to say, yes, I will. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that there's some sort of like, you know, shit built into it, but I'm sure there's trigger <laughs> words. I'm sure there's trigger words that like if they're seeing those things, you know, they basically they're it's not equipped to uh, deal or with- goddamn Apple with their <clears throat> shitty iPhones voice to text. I, you know, I'm too lazy to actually text it out. So I do do the speech to text. You don't have an Apple, so you can't comment on that. And <laughs> I have all, an iPad. All, all speech to text is actually uh, is kind of shitty, but I'll tell you, I mean, I'll tell you what, on my iPhone, it's actually been better. It, uh, I've used it uh, a couple times in the past couple days since I got my new phone and and it's actually been a bit better than it was before. So, I mean, it still kind of sucks, but... Yeah, well, if you ever run into those problems, the robot is not equipped to deal with real mental health crises. When it comes to... Uh, when it senses someone in trouble, it suggests that they seek help in the real world and provides provides text and hotline resources. So, basically... You're calling the fucking Saved by the Bell crew yeah. <laughs> to fucking deal with your fucking mental health If issues. this robot can't deal with your shit, if your shit's too heavy for a fucking... Uh, you know, robot to handle. You can't cheap out for your fucking $39 a month, which is what this thing costs. You have to pay up for an actual fucking therapist if your shit is too deep. Yeah. So uh, that's that's pretty crazy. The uh, students who use robots. I will talk to you about your problems for way less than $39 a month. And I will tell you that, and this is actually on a serious tip. uh, For some reason, I just have this energy that I give off that people want to talk to me about their problems. And honestly, I actually... sort of in a weird way enjoy listening to and helping people through their problems and so maybe i missed my calling and i'm not charging 39 dollars a month i will charge far less than that so 38 dollars if you want to if you want to email the jerk of all trades podcast at gmail.com and talk to me like i'm a goddamn wobot and tell me all of your issues i promise i won't talk about them on the podcast and i will help you through them um Seriously, though, I would, but yeah. Well, and the Wobots don't come, defi- don't come to the Jerk of All Trades no. podcast for your fucking. And if Eddie gets that email, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> both have access to that, so yeah, you're. Yeah, don't. But uh, yeah, in the Wobots' defense, it uh, people who have used it have reported a significant reduction in their symptoms of depression and anxiety, but it the Wobots still should not be used as a replacement for getting professional help for now at least <laughs> until they yeah. tweak this bad boy and fucking Google gets a hold of it. And all of a sudden it fucking cleans your house, mows your lawn, fucking uh, does your therapy and fucking wipes your ass for you. <laughs> the fucking everything. And how much does that package cost? I think that might be 139 a month. I think I could deal with that. Yeah, I can handle that. I'm not, I'm not paying the cable companies $140 a month, but I might pay the Wobot. Ah, yeah, man. If, uh, it, 
I mean, how much for the blowjob package? Yeah, the blowjob package, and maybe... <laughs> That's the real therapy, isn't it? Maybe I can use it for a punching bag, just too. Put, just nice. put my member in your mouth, and all my all my issues Man. subside for just 30 seconds. You got your blowjob <laughs> robot that gives you therapy, cleans your house, fucking goes shopping for you, self-driving It doesn't car. have to go shopping for you. You just shop on Amazon. You're not... Oh, that's right. You're, you're not sending it to the goddamn local Walmart. And if you are, then they're just delivering it to you with their fucking... Oh, with their shitty employees? Fucking employees, so... Uh, we don't think you're shitty employees, but you know if you're working at Walmart, it might be time to find a new job. Do you talk to Wobot about where you get your cocaine? My cocaine. I went to the local Papa John's and I ordered extra olives, and they gave me. You know, we. I don't think we talked about that, and I actually wanted to mention that. So, What's that? what if someone had actually ordered extra olives on oh! their fucking pizza, and they didn't? What Whoops. if that was how they finally busted them? Is that someone actually like I don't like olives? I'm yeah, sure there's there a lot of people that do like them. But you never know, and they're absolute monsters. But uh, what if someone actually ordered extra olives, and then they just got a fucking this is pizza not what I ordered. Okay. What the fuck? But I'll take it. And of course, the jabroni that orders extra olives fucking. Rep- Reports to the police that they got some cocaine on the side. We fucking know your game, Extra Olives guy. If you like Extra Olives, (laughs) you are a fucking sellout, dude. Fucking ratting everybody out. What the fuck, man? Everybody else's good time. It was such a good time. I can get my fucking cocaine from fucking Papa John's, and you got to ruin it for everybody. Guy that probably doesn't exist. We don't know. We just made this shit up. (laughs) Your Extra Olives. Fuck it. (laughs) You know, if you're ordering Extra Olives, you're fucking goody two shoes ratting everybody out. Goody goody two shoes. Goody two shoes. Fuck you. (laughs) Craziness, man. Well, Hopefully, talking to that robot doesn't leave me flatlined and brain dead. But if I if it does, there may be a new app for that. Ray, you want to hit him with this waking up from the dead uh, resurrection? Oh, my goodness fucking gracious, man. So this is another story. When I read it, I'm like, this can't be real. This is super crazy. And oh, no, it's actually quite real. So let's talk about fucking possible zombies reanimated <laughs> corpses coming into the world i've said it before i'm a humongous fucking horror fan and there is so much meat on the fucking human bones here so let's talk about reawakening the dead so uh yeah we've uh we've got a u.s firm it's called uh biocork uh and they plan to test uh stem cell theory on brain dead patients uh they're based out of philadelphia they announced this shit in late 2016 and basically they think that brain death is not irreversible and so they want to change that so crazy they want to they want to they want to bring people that have died back from the dead and man there are so many implications to that what the fuck happened? I wonder if they can bring Kathy Griffin's career back from the dead. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Sorry, Kathy Griffin. You're getting it for a while, girl. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's about all she's getting for a while. So yeah. have you seen her face lately? <laughs> I believe we speculated how many dollar store facelifts she's had, and uh, it's quite a few. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. So uh, they, they uh, it's uh, it hasn't even been tested on animals. They're going to test it in Latin America. Um, the, the steps of this thing um, are pretty fucking crazy. So uh, number one is they are going to harvest the stem cells from the patient's blood and then they're going to inject it back into their bodies. Uh, number two, they're going to receive uh, peptides into the spinal cord. And then number three is they're going to undergo a 15-day course of nerve stimulation involving lasers. And seriously, you cannot fucking make this shit up. They're u- they're literally using lasers, and I believe they're coming out of shark's eyeballs. I don't know if that's true, but I would like to believe it's true. Uh, they're using lasers, and they're going to try to bring about the reversal of brain death. Um, 
According to uh, Pastor, uh, one of the guys behind this company, they developed a series of injections that can reboot the brain, and they plan to try it out on humans this fucking year, dude. This wow. is happening this, this is year. This is so surreal. This is not something that's like happening like in 20 years or 30 years. This shit yeah. is literally yeah. going to be happening like fucking now, dude. Before Christmas. Before now. And so, dude... I'm a huge horror fan. God damn it. This is like literally the fucking plot of reanimator like fucking Herbert mm. West. Like he, is this a David Lynch movie? No, uh, oh. no, no, it's actually, uh, it's actually directed by Stuart Gordon. Uh, it's, uh, it's fucking awesome. Awesome movie. It's, uh, from, I think 1985, I believe. Um, and basically it's, uh, it's based on, uh, oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to brain fart here. Uh, HP Lovecraft. Um, hmm. it's based on a book of his and, uh, he basically has this like serum that he creates and he uses it to, you know, bring them back to life. It's this like a uh, green glowing serum and, uh, it doesn't actually go that well. He actually does test it on animal. He tests it on the cat, but, uh, <laughs> so, uh, and even crazier than that, this shit is literally called reanima. <laughs> Oh, nice. It's literally called Reanimator Almost. So Jesus. Well, they must be a big fan of the movie then. Um, it's certainly possible. It could that be they possible. Are. I mean, how else would this idea come and, about? Uh, and on that horror thing too, like so another one of my favorite directors, his name is Lucio Fulci. He's uh, an Italian director from uh, the 1960s, 70s, uh, and he really became famous for a movie called uh, Zombie, which was actually named Zombie 2 when it came over to the United States um, because they tried to make it seem like it was a sequel to George Romero's um, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Or uh, actually, no, sorry. I think they try to make it seem like it was uh, a Dawn of the Dead uh, sequel. But mm. uh, anyway, yeah, it takes place in Latin America um, and it's fucking it's badass. It's got badass uh, special effects with zombies and shit and uh, same type of plot going on in that. And obviously zombies are fucking the bees knees these days. So oh, um, sure. all I will say is that I really hope that this whole situation ends up a lot better than what The Walking Dead show has been like pretty much since like season one. <laughs> and if it ends up uh, any better than that, then we might be okay so yeah um, never seen it all uh, all my horror jokes aside um yeah this shit's fucking crazy like we're gonna be trying to reanimate the dead like i'm wondering how much this is gonna cost what is the uh you know what is the safety level of this i mean it's only stem stem cells being shot into you injected into your body so it can't be that you know it's not like they're cracking up open your skull and reviving your brain that way um, yeah, this is super, it's super, alive. Yeah, it's super it's interesting. Alive. Am I going to be walking around like Frankenstein with staples in my head? You know? Yeah. You know, I mean, how do you sign up for this program? I mean, that's, that's fucking crazy. Does your family sign you up for it? And like, if they are able to bring these people back, like, I mean, do, I mean, we can speculate about whether or not we have a soul, but I mean, you know, do they have a soul? Are they, you know, are they aware? Do they have a consciousness? Um, uh, I mean, there's so many fucking questions to this thing. Sure, like, and it's coming about soon, like you said. By the end of the year, they're going to be running this shit out. So, yeah, it's fucking definitely uh, going to monitor this one. Yeah, it's uh, it's fucking crazy. So, um, yeah, once I wake up from the dead, I'm uh, I'm really hoping that I have all my internal organs intact. I hope so, um, because uh, yeah, let's fucking talk about the fucking chimera.
Let's talk about the goddamn chimera because this shit is. Is fucking... this the man bear pig? I believe. Or it... no, the uh, <laughs> damn it, I fucked up. What is it called, Ray? It's it's actually not a man bear pig. It's actually just a man pig. Oh, it's a man. Oh, so damn they, it. They need to they need to combine this shit with a bear, and then they will have the fucking man bear pig. So, uh, yeah, the fucking Salk Institute. Uh, basically, they're aiming to develop a chimera uh, that uh, is made of both human and uh, pig stem cells. So, uh, chimera. In case you didn't know, it's a uh, multi-headed fire-breathing monster from greek mythology so this is definitely not that and i would actually like to see that i really feel like we're like in the middle of like an actually pretty badass like horror action movie or uh maybe in the beginning stages of like a really awesome video game or something because we've got fucking man pig chimera things being uh created we've got them uh raising the fucking dead um, we've got uh, Walmart sending their <laughs> delivery drone <laughs> workers. Papa John's and that cocaine. Like, like, this would be the most badass fucking video game ever, and instead this is just the real life that we're living in. So It is so strange. Yeah, this is fucking crazy. So they're developing fully grown three-dimensional tissues and organs from stem cells. Uh, they're going to be growing human cells in pigs, and apparently, yeah, that's the most similar to humans. Yeah. Um, and the, the big challenge for them is to improve the efficiency and to guide human cells into forming the particular organs in pigs. Uh, they're using something called CRISPR. Uh, Eddie, why don't you tell them a little bit about uh, CRISPR? Man, CRISPR is and- changing the game. They're changing your DNA. They're going to, uh, well, this is just something they're experimenting, Speculative experimenting at this with, point, not, with right now, not. but uh, they're using it with these goddamn pigs. <laughs> and, uh, well, the pigs, they have similar organs and tissues that humans do. So they're figuring that if it works on these pigs, it will probably probably work human to human to yeah. uh, work on humans. So, uh, you know, CRISPR, they're talking about... Changing every aspect of the human being from the yeah. beginning, right? Yeah, creating humans, you know, like a model. Like, say you you got this uh, girlfriend and you want a supermodel baby, or, you know, not a supermodel baby, but a baby that turns <laughs> into a supermodel, that grows into a supermodel. I mean, if you're... Big, I don't think there is even a thing as a supermodel I mean, baby. I, if I had to choose... If I had to choose... I mean, I believe that's... Uh, that's like an that, oxymoron. Is I that think. like a pageant child? Oh, like... Is that JonBenet Ramsey? Something like that, Is that too early to make JonBenet Ramsey jokes? I think that's been like 20 years now. I, so. I think you're good. Yeah. I think we're okay on that. But, but uh, CRISPR, man, they can change your eye color from your DNA. They can change your height, your hair color. Literally anything. It. I don't know if it's purely cosmetic. Like, I don't know if I can get a rocket scientist kid to pop out, you know. Uh, That'd be pretty a, fucking cool. Girl. But uh, CRISPR is basically making it so that I don't have to procreate with Ronda Rousey to have my... Uh, your Ronda Rousey baby. My, my Ronda Rousey baby. So that's pretty cool. I don't have to, you know, uh, stalk and hunt down Ronda Rousey anymore. I can just get my CRISPR uh, Ronda Rousey baby <laughs> instead. But you have to wait for her to grow up before you can uh, well, yeah, yeah. Woody, Woody Allen her, But so. hey, man, she might end up being better than Ronda Rousey now with CRISPR. So well, who yeah, knows? I mean, by the point that she I want her to up. be 150 and oh, God damn it. I want arm bars in fucking five seconds or less. What, was that your Chris Jericho? Number number one thousand four hundred sixty two. Oh yeah, <laughs> arm bar, arm bar, all arm bars for this chick. All arm bars all the so, time. So uh, yeah, man, CRISPR's changing the game. Um, maybe, maybe I will say that we wa- we looked into CRISPR a lot. I watched a whole what basically equated to a fucking uh, a Ronco fucking commercial for CRISPR, in which they talked about all the things that CRISPR actually could do but didn't do yet. So I think it's a pretty cool concept, and you know if we can change things about people before they're even created, um, I think that's pretty crazy. But I they're think, wondering about the ethics of it all. Yeah, like do you agree? Like they should be able to? Like do you think they should pay for it, or do you think they should? do it at all 
No, I, I'm, I'm not one to hold back science like that. I think that science should continue to move forward. And I think if people have enough money and they want to create a fucking, you know, they want their baby to be half pig and half human, <laughs> I think that they should be able to do it, right? Yeah, like, well, yeah. I mean... Well, that's not the that's only thing not... about CRISPR. <laughs> I, mean, I think there's already a half pig and a half uh, human, and I believe it's named Rosie O'Donnell. So. <laughs> there's, yeah. Oh, God. That was not the most topical We, we, we love you, Rosie could, O'Donnell. That was the best I could do. Oh, man. That was the best I could do. I'm sorry. I was on the I was on the spot with that. That was not a pre-written joke, but I said, fuck it, I'm going for well, it. Well, you know, they're saying this study can help scientists understand how human stem cells grow and specialize, also giving insights to early human development and disease onset, the early human development we just talked about. But if CRISPR can cure cancer and cure AIDS and cure all these diseases that humans, uh, you know, fall uh, not down being with. partially made of bacon, I feel like this is a bad call because I feel like cannibalism is gonna like increase exponentially because people really like bacon. So if there's half human, half pigs walking around, people might be murdering them and then cutting off their back fat and fucking grilling it. Well, it'd just be pig organs. I don't know if they could be able to tell that you have pig organs. This is not as cool then. I thought that like they would actually have like pig features, like snouts and little tails and oh, shit. Oh, I'm an organ donor, so you're oh, good. Man. I'm just fucking just, rolling around the mud and just shit. Just take a kidney or two out I, of me. You know what? Good. I was I was out on a bike ride today and I got burned pretty fucking crispy and uh, not like a piece of bacon. And if there was some mud around, I might have rolled around in that shit. So. Yeah, if you see Ray, give him a big pat on the back. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> fucking do it. Don't please don't do it. But yeah, man, CRISPR. If this is the potential cure for cancer, this is amazing. This is the craziest. It, it could thing change. Ever. The fucking game, man. It could change the game. And you know, just like CRISPR, the jerk of all trades podcast is changing the game yeah. each and every week. <laughs> yeah. So you know what that means. Yeah. Ray, it's time for that universal call out, man. Let's hit the universal. Let's hit that call. randomizer. You got six up. Uh let's uh let's bring it up to six. And uh we said earlier that last week we thought it was a little too easy. We threw out potatoes, we got some awesome potato stories. So this week we're gonna pick six and then we're gonna pick the worst out of all of these things. So Ooh, Eddie, the worst. think of what the worst of these things is. I'm gonna concentrate really hard. And then we'll decide on that and then we'll fucking do it. So yeah, all maybe right. we'll take we'll take like a a five second to like close our eyes and think about those things and then we'll discuss. So I'm gonna okay. click it, I'm gonna read it, then we'll close our eyes, think for five seconds seconds and then we'll decide amongst ourselves so okay cool all right so and left click refresh okay you ready i'm ready socialism stadiums accordions spas billboard or sorry bill i think i already have mine (laughs) uh billiards and cats accordions wait no you have to get five seconds five seconds Okay, five seconds is elapsed, not really, but... The worst one is accordions. Accordions. Accordions, if for we- sure. <laughs> I agree, 100%. 100% it's fucking The other ones are too easy. Stadiums, too easy. Socialism, way too, too easy. easy. Way too easy. Um, cats and billboards? Yeah. I mean, come on. What was no, it? no, billiards. Billiards. Oh, billiards? What was the other one I missed? Uh, spas. Yeah, screw Billiards that. and cats. Accordions. Accordions. Stephen Q. Urkel, bring back that accordion. Family Matters was a great show. There could be some fucking Scotland shit coming out. You never uh, fucking know. Yeah, man. If the universe supplies us with like heavy accordion stories, you know Jerk of All Trades podcast we're, is your number one we're podcast set, set in the fucking game. In the fucking world, because there ain't no other podcast giving you accordion stories on the fly like Not us. Not a single one. 
giving we it to you. We run this game. We run this fucking Hell we run yeah. this universe. And let's see what the fuck happens. Next week, we're going to come back. We'll have a bunch of other fucking great topics. And we will definitely have a fucking awesome accordion story for you. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, hope you had a good time. Stick yes. with us in episode 13. Let's, it's time to go to work. No oh, way. What fuck, are you doing? Come on, fuck, man. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, That's sorry. my line. <laughs> all, right. all right. That's funny. All right. So, Jerk of All Trades <laughs> podcast, we are out, guys. Love you guys.